0: Hello and welcome to the God's Work of Art microcast, where we believe that we have been divinely designed for a kingdom purpose, and regardless of what we go through, in God's hands, our broken parts are made into works of art. Like the title mentions, this is a microcast, so without further delay, let's get into today's message. Well, hello, and welcome back to the God's Work of Art podcast. This is Teesh. For those of you who are here for the first time, welcome. Well, let's get right into the message as we continue our conversation on living below your spiritual means. And we established um, last episode that this way of living, living below your means, may be the stand-up and responsible thing to do when it comes to our coins. However, as a king's daughter, and as a child of God, Nah, sis. (laughs) Nah, like we serve a God of multiplication. We serve the God of exceedingly and abundantly who has made every spiritual blessing available to us for life as we know it now. We live in a physical world, but we have a supernatural and spiritual advantage. Just think like if you were given the advantage in any other situation, would you not use it? I'll wait. Of course you would. If you were given a benefit, if you were given help, a boost, aid to serve you and your calling to a greater level, why would you forfeit that? Why would you self-inflict a penalty or a disadvantage by depriving yourself the advantage of those things? You wouldn't. And so why do we do that when it comes to our Spirituality, when it comes to walking in what I like to call Zoe life, I learned that term in my mid 20s. Let's just say I'm closer to 40 than anything else, but I pray to see it. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) But Zoe life is basically just genuine faith activated life. You know, your spirit and soul are aligned and they collaborate to snatch your flesh and they make it get into formation. So that life can be experienced in the highest form in Christ and in all that God has made available to us through Christ. You know, we first live below our spiritual means as believers when we don't allot the time necessary to even learn and read about the promises. Right. To read and study our life's manual. You know, that concept should be easy for us to understand, especially in this tech age, you know, without Uh, reading the manual, or even watching a video to some, you know, more knowledgeable YouTube influencer, how else are we going to learn and discover the countless features of the latest iPhone or cell phone that you have? You know, we use those resources. We practice using that device every day, applying the things that we learn. We even watch other people use it and add what we learn to our application, And after a while, you know, we become well-versed not only in the usage of that device, but then we discover ways how we can then put that device to work for us, right? To then work for our benefit. You know, our phones right now are telling us and showing us step-by-step on how to get to places that we've never even been to, you know, with the GPS. Our phones are now giving us insight into our physical well-being with our movement, our heart rate, and even when we need to stop what we're doing and start something else. Our phones are even helping us manage our money and our investments. Like, come through, phone. But even with all that goodness, please listen to me. Like that's only the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the benefits of our cell phone. And we know it full and well because we are faithful and avid users of it. But how much more are the benefits? How much more can we benefit from the daily usage of our Bibles, of learning about our inherited spiritual blessings, And like, what if, like, what if we started walking in it, being a doer of the word, like James says, right? Is God not more creative? Is God not more wise, intentional, powerful, informed, and enlightened than the pioneer of the personal handheld computer device that we know today as our cell phone? I mean, you and I both know the answer to that question. It's rhetoric. Of course he is. And I'm reminded right now of my favorite scripture, Matthew 6, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his way of doing things, his righteousness, and all other things will be added unto us. You know, in order to get all the juice out of that lemon, out of that orange, right, for your freshly squeezed glass of orange juice, you got to apply some pressure. And the same is true when it comes to squeezing out, you know, the benefits in our word and You know, I take that back. It's not even a squeeze. And your God freely gave it. (laughs) He freely gave it. All we got to do is accept it and receive it. And so then the pressure is applied when we utilize it every day, when we walk in it and we tell others about it. And when we hold fast to what we believe, regardless of what culture is saying, right? Regardless of the current flavor of the day when it comes to society and, and culture. And so I truly believe that God is calling us higher and higher, which again, I you know, said this in a previous episode, up status is where God has called us to be, right? It's our rightful position. It's It's where we're supposed to be and remain because he created us to fill that space. And so I apologize that you're even hearing this message because we are now responsible for the word that we hear. And so you're going to have to do something with this, right? Because you hear this, you're going to have to now make a decision. Am I going to apply it or am I going to continue to live below my spiritual means when I know that that is not where God wants me to dwell. And you may be twitching right now because your flesh is like, uh uh-uh, I'm not doing nothing. I'm not changing a thing. But let's remember, your flesh is outnumbered because as a living thing, as a child of God, we are three-part being. We are spirit, soul, and flesh. And so that spirit and soul, when we live above our spiritual means, It's aligned. It's aligned with what God has made available unto us. And so our flesh has no choice but to get into formation, to get snatched, because nah, we're not doing that. (laughs) And this message, I think, is truly for the church because we hear so much today about manifestation and manifestation. Like, how is the world going to be more successful at manifestation than the church, than the body of Christ? Like, how? You know, it makes no sense. So please do me a favor. I want you guys to read Deuteronomy twenty-eight. In that chapter, you know, we're told that as a child of God, we are set, like we are positioned for above posture. Right? We were we are blessed everywhere we go. God called us to be up and never at the bottom. Um, have I ever been at the bottom? Of course I have. You know, we all have. But once you realize that you are taking up space somewhere where you were not supposed to be designed to be, you know, you realize that that space and that thing or that person doesn't serve you and it doesn't look good or feel good on you. Like once you realize that you got to do something about that. You know, living below your spiritual means at its core is an identity issue. And I mean, like a spiritual identity issue, when you became born again, our spirit was made anew. And so in order to learn what this life entails, we have to devote the time necessary to discovering it. We can absolutely live transformed lives. We can absolutely live abundant Zoe up lives. And again, this goes without saying, but I'm going to say it. Anyway, it does not mean that we are not going to face affliction. Actually, because we are um, intentional about living this life, we're going to come up against is it's because we chose we chose the battle when we decided whose team we were going to be on. So you almost have to expect the affliction. But again, we can be of good cheer because Christ already overcame the world on our behalf. Living above your spiritual means is not about how you feel. It's about what you know. Faith is a knowing. And I say that all the time because sometimes it just don't feel good. And that's just the truth. But again, faith and walking in faith is about knowing. It's about assurance in Christ and all that he has done with us already in mind so that we can live above our spiritual means in this physical realm. And so give that some thought and some real effort and until we meet again. Peace. Thank you for listening to the God's Work of Art microcast. Be sure to connect with me Teesh on Instagram or TikTok at i am god's work of art. It is not an accident that you are here today. God saw it fit that you exist in the present. So make the best of it because you are beautiful. You are smart. You are blessed and set apart. You are God's work of art.